right, hello and welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son expedition through pop culture. I am Harrison the Son. And I am your father. And this week we watched my favorite, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the perfect father-son movie. And I'm just now realizing that I forgot to bring over your Father's Day present, and I'm very mad at myself about it, because I'm going to give it to you on air. You are worthless. I might run over while we're recording and just grab it and bring it back, but whatever. Uh, Dad, what did you think? Love it. <laughs> Any, uh, 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 just go. Talk two, about it. Two toes up for that one. <laughs> um, um, it had great characters. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool scenery. Lots of different places. Um wasn't like Temple of Doom, which was <laughs> Doom. <clears throat> right, um, yeah. And, of course, Sean Connery's always – he's fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, he was his typical. And uh, the the uh, the woman the, – uh, Elsa, played yeah. by Allison Duty. Yeah, she <clears throat> she turned out pretty good, uh, being ending up being a villain. <clears throat> um, yeah. But uh, oh, the, okay. she just had – I don't know. She just had more – Dog has made camp. More um, – That's fun. I don't know. She just was. She was good as a nice person and good as an evil person. She she played the double cross very yes. well. Yeah. And that moment where it's like, how did you know she was a Nazi? And Connery's just she talks in a sleep, and she, you have that moment where it's like, yes. oh no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has this little cheeky schoolboy grin that he gives Indy uh, yes. immediately following that line too, which I yes. absolutely love. Oh, gosh. Let's see. Oh, well, well, while we're talking, I realize her character's name is Elsa, and immediately after she dies uh, by by letting go, uh, yes. Sean Connery says to, I can't call him Henry For- uh, Henry Jones Sr. Can't do it. I can, I can, I'm, I'm only capable of calling him Sean Connery. Right. He immediately says after she plummets to her death, and Indy is about to plummet, and reaching for the grail, Sean Connery immediately says, let it go, which is a fantastic uh, prelude to the character of Elsa singing Let It Go in Disney's Frozen uh, 25 years later. Maybe, yeah, that wasn't intentional or anything. I just thought it was funny. No, maybe they planned it that way. Yeah, hey, maybe. Hey, guys, in 20-odd years, this company is going to be bought by Disney, and the year after that... They're going to make this Buckwild Ice People movie. Uh, okay, so... I uh, Let's see. So we were talking throughout the, the series that Indiana Jones' gun seems to always sound like a cannon. In um, Doom it did. Yeah. I didn't, didn't notice it in this, in this one. So he much. doesn't really use it all that often. Because in Raiders of the Lost Ark, he uses it the big moment with the, the guy with the sword. Yes. And everything. And Indy just shoots him. And the story behind that is there was supposed to be a big giant sword fight, but uh, Harrison Ford had um, digestive issues that day and just said to Spielberg, why don't I just shoot him? And it, it one of the great iconic moments Much, in cinema yeah, was born. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, yeah, starting... So he uses it then, and then it just becomes a running gag that he either is 
always out of ammo or loses the gun or whatever. But when he does shoot it, it sounds like a small cannon right. being I, fired. In Doom, it really did. It, yeah. it, everyone else is shooting, bing, bing, bang, 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 and his is kaboom, kaboom, yeah. kaboom. And uh, <laughs> so this, I'm not going to like force it upon you, but the game that came out in, oh my gosh, I want to say like 2002? Let me look it up, actually. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. All right, so 2003 video game Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb comes out, and it's still to this day one of my favorite games. Okay, because the fight system, you're Indiana Jones, obviously, and your weapon system is kind of limited. You have the whip, obviously, the and whip. the revolver, but the main thing is really just your fists, and you can control the fight patterns to the point where. Uh, you could whip a Nazi around the neck, yank him towards you, punch him as he was still coming towards you, grab him by the lapels, and then knee him in the crotch, and then throw him over a cliff. Nice. And that was just like a, a just by hitting a series of keys and buttons on the keyboard. That was your that was your go to that was maneuver, that was, right? That's my favorite example. Yeah, but they they gave you his revolver and obviously his whip at the start of every level. But they never gave you more than six bullets for the revolver. Now, the revolver was a one-hit kill. So it really was a last-case scenario thing. So I like to think they're kind of paying homage to uh, 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 just the weird amount of firepower that revolver has within the movies. Okay. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, just... Okay. Uh, disclaimer, um, yeah, disclaimer. Uh, any Nazis out there, if you feel offended by any of our comments, tough shit. Yeah, all right. You know what? Yeah, I'll edit that out. But yeah, well, the, the, the shit. But uh, we're, uh, we're any, trying, any we're Nazis trying. out there that feel offended by any of our comments, <laughs> go cry to mama. I did want to, I teased this last week, but um, so... Steven Spielberg makes these three movies, obviously, and, you know, two of the three feature Nazis as the, the main villain, henchman, whatever. Yes. And a couple of years later, he makes Schindler's List, and he wins Best Picture for it. Great. Uh, des- deservedly so. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. But after that, he says that he never wants to make um, a movie with Nazis as, like, the stock villain ever again. And I kind of get it if you're making like Schindler's List or something like that. Yeah. You realize the Nazis were a truly evil group. Yeah. It's not and, It's not uh, fantasy like uh, like Indiana Jones. It's the real yeah, deal. Yeah, exactly. But like when it comes to stuff like Indiana Jones and especially in light of uh, modern day politics uh, where we've talked about this briefly, but the concept of of being an anti-fascist gets you labeled by the federal government a terrorist organization. Yes. Not even getting into the fact that it's not an organization, but right. just the concept is... I don't like fascists, therefore I am a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. So that's just... that That's never going to jive well with me. So my controversial statement is, and I'm immediately going to back it up, so please don't take it out of context. The statement is, we need... Nazis in our media because we need the visual image of Indiana Jones punching Nazis or even like it took 
what, 40 minutes into this movie. And there are no Nazis at all beforehand. The Nazis show up, and the first reaction is, Nazis, I, I hate, hate these guys. I hate these guys. Yeah, you, it's... The, it's... It is such a universally accepted sign of evil right. that as soon as you see a swastika, you realize, oh, 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 okay, we know these guys are cool to punch. We know they're okay, and we have no sympathy for them when they are being slaughtered in mass yes. by the Jones boys. I think they're probably a better, they're a better uh, enemy than. Uh let's say uh middle eastern terrorists the true terrorists not well, just yeah. middle easterns I mean, but the, or or even uh russians yeah well i mean that's the whole thing with um, no offense to my russian friends <laughs> yeah right now we're dragging on the nazis so bear with us a minute yes uh right but it's it it but not nazis it's who it's can, a, who can't Feel a good, heartwarming, deep hatred for a Nazi. Come on, people, really. Yeah. yeah summon that within your heart. Yes. It's truly wonderful. And, oh, also, this movie is the uh, the one where the uh, most common image of Indiana Jones punching a Nazi is lifted from. So we can all thank The Last Crusade okay. for that. But it really is. Like I said, as soon as the swastika shows up, you realize, oh, okay. Stuff's going down now. Yep. We, we can just let loose on these people. Um, the Blues Brothers, which uh, hopefully we'll watch sometime soon. There's that sequence where all of a sudden there are, there are Nazis in Illinois. And the Blues Brothers' immediate reaction is to ram them with their car, <laughs> which is beautiful. Um, and, and you don't feel bad when the Nazis are then plummet to their death off no. of a giant cliff. And no, you kind of like yeah. cheer. Yeah. You know, even even if you believe uh, in all life and, and uh, this the, the sacred nature of living <laughs> yeah. beings, yeah. Uh, they're just Nazis. Yeah. It's, it's like that whole thing um, we talked about uh, a week or two back, but like uh, the concept of Black Lives Matter isn't only Black Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter more. So the concept of all lives matter is diminishing the struggle of black people. Yes. Uh, in America in particular, but most, you know, most definitely worldwide. Um, so it's to establish yourself as a group that, uh, defines itself by their hatred of other people. It's just a common schoolyard bully thing. You're yes. pulling yourself up by punching down onto somebody else. Yeah, like like uh, let's list let's list all the cool and good stuff that Nazis do for humanity. Uh, die. Okay. <laughs> good list. Good list. Good list. Good list. Good list. Um, I mean, they did have an excessive amount of books, and you know, you got to do something with them. You know, keep warm during the winter. I did catch during the book burning sequence. Um, one of the cop, one of the books, uh, that is being grabbed from the pile to be chucked onto the bonfire is, uh, Das Kapital by, uh, by, uh, uh, uh Oh, oh my god, I almost had an aneurysm and said Groucho Marx. That's not the guy. <laughs> That's not the guy at all. It's <laughs> the other guy. That's the most ridiculous yeah. thing I ever heard. <laughs> Sorry, this man is dead on my watch. He stopped. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, don't be a Nazi. Nazis are bad. Punch Nazis. Be yes. like Indiana Jones or Captain America. 
You know what? That's another thought that I had. They keep talking about wanting to make a seek another Indiana Jones movie. Oh, man. And, like, that relies on so many different factors. And Harrison Ford, as much as I love Harrison Ford, he's not going to do it for less than, like, $25, $30 million. Because he's, I want to say, 70-something at this point. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. So, here's what I want. As much as I don't like the monopoly of that Disney is doing these days in owning Star Wars and Indiana Mm -hmm. Jones and Marvel and this and that and now Fox and everything, Disney is in a unique position. We have established that Indiana Jones spent the actual war times being a colonel in World War II, acting as a spy sometimes behind enemy lines. We have also established that another property owned by Disney, Captain America, was also fighting Nazis during that time. We could have the greatest team-up known to man in Captain America and Indiana Jones just punching Nazis together. I would pay so much money to see that. I would pay so much money to see that. That's putting together two really big worlds, I'll tell you. Can can you imagine just like uh, uh, they they accidentally swap for one reason or another, and Harrison Ford's got a shield, and and Chris Evans has the whip, and it's just, ah! It would be amazing. But uh, that's, yeah, that's that's all I want. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I can dream. But uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, you did have questions about the tank that is the centerpiece of yeah, the, the Ger- final big action scene. Yeah, the German tank. The German tank. Yeah, it had uh, its main gun, but then it had two side guns. I didn't realize yeah. that some tanks may have side guns. Uh, now, I had, to, I had to look this up. Or, um, or was that just a creation for the movie? On the official Indiana Jones wiki, which is... IndianaJones.fandom.com. It is called the Mark Seven Tank, a large tank of World War One vintage, possessed a main forward firing cannon as well as two mounted sponson guns. Sponson, sponson, whatever sponson guns on each side of the vehicle. So this was not a real tank. This was a tank specifically designed for this movie, based off of a Mark Eight tank from World War One. Uh, built on a excavator chassis, uh, which is kind of amusing. So they actually made a a functioning tank for the movie. Wow! How'd <laughs> yeah. wow. you like to have that much money? Hey, we need a tank. I'm gonna build one. <clears throat> yeah, that uh, would that would be yeah. And then like just ride yes. it around. Yeah, you know? exactly. Give your um, friends rides. Uh, the replica measured 36 feet long and weighed 25 tons. Man, which is Buckwild. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I have? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the conversation they had on the Zeppelin between uh, yes. uh, Indian and Henry's senior. Yes. So Harrison Ford shows up to set ready to shoot the scene and Sean Connery is sitting down and he's dressed from the waist up. He is not wearing pants. <laughs> And he says something to Ford, and Ford asks him why, and he says something like, well, they're not going to be shooting us like that, so let's be comfortable. Uh, Just be a terrible Connery accent. So Harrison Ford takes his pants pants off off. and sits down and has a lovely father-son conversation. So during that scene, they didn't have pants on? They weren't wearing pants. Oh, man. And I love that. Now we got to watch it again. (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't tell you ahead of time. That's funny. Um, Let's see. That's funny. Uh, the other one that I had... Oh, um, so uh, 
towards the end of the movie, uh, 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 the main villain of the piece that I am totally spacing on suddenly. <sighs> IMDb. Last the, uh, Crusade. The uh, American guy. Yeah, I want to yeah. get this right. because The, the Nazi guy is sympathizer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get this right because the guy is in like a whole bunch of stuff. Here we go. Julian Glover. So first and foremost, the gun that he shoots Henry Jones Sr. with yes. is a Walther PPK. Yes. The gun used by James Bond. Okay. So it's the James Bond gun that shoots James Bond. Which I quite like. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. He was a villain, uh, General Veers, in Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. He yeah. was a he was a Bond villain, uh, Christados, in For Your Eyes Only. Uh, he is one of my favorite villains in all of Doctor Who history. In an episode from the seventies, written by Douglas Adams, The City of Death. Hmm. And I love this because he shows up and he plays the same character scattered across like 2,000 years. Okay. And he has stolen, or he, the doctor finds that he has eight copies of the Mona Lisa and none of them are fake. They're all real. Weird. Yeah, I know. So it's just like Julian Glover has become this weird, uh, 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 yeah, he's also um, some sort of like, real creepazoid in Game of Thrones as well. So he okay. has permeated all of nerd culture. And Definitely. Uh, just huge props to him for that, uh, for being able to just stay in it like that. Um, Grandmaster Pycel is his name in Game of Thrones. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No pants on the Zeppelin. His gun. Uh, I really didn't take notes during this movie because I got distracted because I love this movie so much. Uh, anything else stand out to you? Favorite, from the movie? favorite scene. Favorite scene. Your favorite scene or? My favorite scene. Your favorite scene. Go. When Indiana Jones has the, uh, German, uh, uniform on <laughs> and he accidentally gets bumped up and thrown directly in oh, front of Adolf Hitler and they best. are basically six or eight inches apart and they are looking at each other and you're waiting for something horrible to happen oh my God. and he simply autographs indiana jones's <laughs> father's <laughs> diary uh and the music kind of cuts out yes the drum beat keeps going and you're waiting the tune is gone you're waiting for something oh. something terrible like oh the jig is up oh he's busted oh. but adolf just signs his book and moves on and, and he's signing back to him yeah, and he's signing it with a pencil. I don't know what, what that was about. But. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm i never going to say this sentence again. We can't blame Adolf Hitler for signing it with a pencil because he does just hold out his hand and somebody hands him a pencil. Oh, that's okay. So, so to be fair to Adolf <laughs> That's true, yeah. They handed, handed him, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that but, was... But it was just weird, was, like, wouldn't yeah. it be a pen? We, but, we oh, can well. still blame Nazis at large for this, but okay. I, I don't think that specific gag But that not. was that was just <laughs> precious moment. <laughs> oh, God, I love that this was, movie so much. We haven't even great. talked about, like, the um, the first 
12 minutes of the movie ooh, is... Oh, oh, I know oh, what else. Oh, I know oh, what else. Oh, oh, okay. okay. <clears throat> you see where uh, um, this demonstrates where Harrison Ford gets that little um, scar on his yes. chin yes. when he's a, a young boy and he first tries out cracking the whip and he it snaps back on him and it, it cuts his uh, chin. And, of course, that's why Harrison Ford, uh, not Indiana Jones, right, but yeah. actual Harrison Ford has that scar on his chin. Uh, yes. And I do love, like, both the first 12 minutes of this movie and the whole of the um, uh, prequel Han Solo movie. They're both, you know, young people playing younger Harrison Ford. And it basically boils down to... Everything that explains my character happened over the space of a weekend. Yes. Uh, which I quite like. Yes. Uh, so the young actor that played young Indy was River Phoenix, who unfortunately died of drug overdose at age 23. What a, uh, a couple of years later. Yeah, not a smart move. Uh, lost, yeah. a, lost a great young That's actor. That's a shame. Uh, at an early age. Um, but uh, he... Like, when I saw this movie for the first time, I was certainly thrown off because they show um, a character wearing the leather jacket and the fedora from behind, and then you realize, that's not Indiana Jones. The the, the Boy Scout is Jones, and uh, it's revealed that the, the movie is currently taking place in 1912, and the character that plays that guy is just named Fedora. That's the only name... That they ever gave. That's the character That's name. the character. His real name is Richard Young, and he just plays Fedora. It's weird, though, but he's got the leather and the and the uh, fedora. Yeah, so he's got the complete look that Indiana Jones yeah. would later adopt. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right, because he... Uh, yeah, he... He, he gives... He in, gets the hat. In my favorite match shot ever, he puts the hat onto young Indiana Jones. Yes. And then it cuts to, in, you know, Harrison Ford, yes. Indiana Jones... 30-odd years later, yes. raising his head, and then immediately just getting punched in the jaw. Yeah. It's not even... There's a four seconds of the heroic... Dun, 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 boom! Oh! Uh, God, I love I love everything about this movie. Um, you, you spotted them as well. Uh, the train that young Indy climbs on top of is a uh, circus train. Right. And one of the first cars he runs across is the giraffes. Yeah. two giraffe heads sticking out. Yes. They are the fakest giraffes on the yeah. planet. They're just giraffe heads on sticks with yeah. no further puppetry. Yeah. I, I absolutely... And the, the one head turned a little bit and, and stuff and... Uh, yeah, it's literally just a yeah. head on a stick. Yeah. Like no further uh, yeah. uh, um, puppetry I, went into yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't need to wear the giraffe pants. <laughs> that is that is an excellent yes, point. Yes, And then a few minutes later when the rhino is like rearing its horn up through the... Yes. Like, a rhino can't wiggle its horn quite like that. Wiggle its horn? Like, if you see... I'm going to try and make the gesture, but the horn comes up through the roof and then wiggles around a little bit uh, in a way that a, a okay. rhino would not be able to wiggle its No, horn. it's a permanent... It's a fixation. Yeah, exactly. It's a fixed piece on... Yeah. yeah. It's... um, But, like, the thing that I love so much about uh, the Jones movie specifically is that when you're in the moment of watching the movie, it really doesn't matter at no. all. You don't no. care. No. Uh, it's... The reality in this movie is just flimsy enough yes. that you're not going to question. Yeah. Um, even Indiana Jones suddenly disappearing out of a magic chest he's never had any contact with. And that's how he makes his grand escape at the end of the chase. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else uh, stand out to you? Mm, 
no, uh, nice, entertaining, a lot of fun. Um, um, good, good people in it. Good villains. Good, uh, good Nazis. Good, well, good, yeah. good okay. scenery. For, for, good. for a given definition of a quote unquote good Nazi. Oh, a good, good Nazi. Is Nazi a, yeah, a good Nazi is a really nasty Nazi. A good Nazi is a Nazi that is there for you to punch. Yes. And then, with my one of my favorite special effects of all time, uh, uh, drink from the wrong grail and then age two thousand years. Yes. Before your very eyes yes. in <clears throat> the most amazing stop motion replacement animation ever. I love it so. I'm much. thinking about that grail. So there right. are like yeah. a couple dozen grails there, mm-hmm. and you had to pick the correct one, so you had to really know what you were doing. And it occurred to me beforehand, there's the crucifixion of Christ. Right. And they're catching the blood dripping from Christ in the grail. Where are they going to get a solid gold, uh, jewel-encrusted thing when these people are... Poor as dirt. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, <laughs> they were the they were carpenters with a bunch of hippie followers. Yeah, the so, ori- yeah. the original. Uh, uh, I don't even think they called them Christians yet, or something, you know. But yeah. But where are they going to get this? <clears throat> um, and let and so it's got to be like the, the, the cup that looked like a look like a, a a clay cup or yeah. a carved wooden the, cup or they something. They really couldn't resist making the interior of the cup flashy gold. Though. Um so. okay, so you know, you get a little paint and you know maybe yeah. that's you know everybody saved up and okay, you know, yeah, <laughs> the gold the inside of the cup, but really it had to be, you know, like quick, get a, get something to catch his blood and mm-hmm. what do you, you look around you know nowadays we'd look around we'd find like a a pepsi can on the <laughs> side or that's, a, that's a good question okay fun party game if you were being crucified what type of cup would cut to catch your blood yeah dad go uh, or uh, you know like a coors light can that you, <laughs> that you found on the side of the road or something and you're catching the blood in it yeah I, I so the, so the holy the holy grail yeah. the holy grail would be a coors light can <laughs> I would personally want to stay in character and uh, uh, and be true to myself and say that the uh, the cup that catches my blood is a uh, uh, a half drank bottle of generic Mountain Dew. There you go. Uh, so what's that like? That's uh, Giant's Mountain Breeze or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like yep, yep, we're gonna break this out for the special Dungeons and Dragons games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's the whole movie, more or less. So we've completed two trilogies in a row now. Nice. Uh, did you want to dive into another franchise right away, or would you like to do like a couple of palate cleansers, or what's your suggestion? Visit an old series that we haven't finished. What is and uh, audience, massive audience, uh, you too can make suggestions. Uh, and, that uh, you can. We are at pod underscore Frank on the Twitter. Um, so the entire year obviously got thrown into chaos because of the coronavirus, uh, which uh, America is quote unquote bracing for its second wave when in fact we are still in the middle of our first wave yes, because we're, we're a still bunch in the of entitled twits. We're still um, in the first wave. So uh, how would you feel before we delve back into... Uh, the Godzilla and King Kong stuff before we delve back into John Wick. How would you like to do a little bit of palate cleanser? And I'm going to give you a choice of three movies. We can do uh, the aforementioned Blues Brothers, which I think we were supposed to be doing this month anyway because AMC uh, Fathom Events was going to be doing that 
special anniversary broadcast screening of it. Okay. Um, we can do Airplane, which I know I haven't seen in oh, years. Oh, man, Airplane. Which is going to be a riot. Don't, or, call, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. Yeah. Um, or we can do Caddyshack. Oh, man. What's it going to be? Oh, man. I'm leaving the choice to you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's do the shack. Let's do the shack. Yes. So we got that going for us, listeners. Single best movie in the history of humanity. (laughs) Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it holds up because... uh, Yeah, uh, I I did watch it um, a number of years ago, Uh, well after I watched it originally, and... There are parts that no, I think uh, that I th- do that do. Uh, I think when we eventually do our Animal House rewatch, is going to be the most painful of yeah. those. Does it hold up? Experience. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It's like okay, we've got the shout musical number. Yes. And that's it. Okay. All right. So next week, Caddyshack. Uh, cue the Kenny Loggins and the Dancing Gopher. And we're going to have a good time. Pod underscore Frank on Twitter. I am HD Lickner. Dad, if you want to take us out. Why well, is he choosing now to mow the lawn? A lot, 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 of, lot, of, lot of nasty stuff happening in the world. A lot of good stuff happening in the world. Please treat each other well. Treat each other kindly. Remember, uh, you don't know what the other person is going through. Uh, let's all uh, take care of each other. Uh, do something important with your life. Uh, and remember... White silence is violence. <laughs> you want to get that on a t-shirt, I know. And go out and punch your local Nazis. Yes, uh, Nazis, please line up. Yep, one at a time.